Hi guys, welcome to this episode of the Trainer Feed. Uh, today we have a guest, Ashley Whelan. Uh, but before we speak uh, speak to our guest, we'll check in with the guys. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Just got back from work. Had a nice little turkey sandwich, and now I'm here. Now What's you're up? ready for the podcast. Yeah. Turkey sandwich. Uh, Did you make it from home, homegrown, or was it a uh, Subway. I bought that on my way back, back from work. Quarter I literally store. just got back like 20 minutes ago. Oh, okay. Got nice. It. How you feel, Angel? Not too bad. Feel good. You know, it's cold, but I've been doing these outdoor workouts with my clients. I've uh, adapted. Today and yesterday? I've been doing the thing. We out here. Oh, my God. That meme up. of the people freezing, that's you and the client. Hot hands. You got to get the hand warmers. Oh, yeah, but come on. I'm that really takes me through so far. I've trained clients in the snow. Not while it's snowing. I'm like, no, we're not, we're not doing it. Yeah. Come on. What about you? I'm good, man. I, I'm, I'm sick of this snow, honestly, because it's just a pain in the ass with the dog because it's almost like having to give him a bath every time. And then I'll find the video and I'll send it to you guys. But I ordered the boots for him to put on. And he was the best description I can give you was uh, a rodeo bull. Yeah, you missed it. Like a rodeo bull, you know, kicking the legs back. That was mm-hmm. him with the boots, kicking the boots off. Don't get used to it. So work in progress but yeah boots but like those little red things right not like yes yeah, so you bars. have you have you have these right like i mean they're all stuck together but yeah, yeah, little buddies. yeah. And then we have actual snow boots or outdoor boots but he just like kicks them off flings them off like you never seen anything like it it's just don't get gotta, that's what, yeah. that was our dog in the beginning it was just like i know they do yeah, the whole like so strange they look, yeah. they look like they almost like they're like swimming almost so um because their paws are so sensitive and they're like, what the fuck is this on my paw? Yeah, they're so not, yeah, I guess the proprioception for them is so off, right? They're like used to having senses and stuff. So, but not good. Excited for it to get warmer eventually. I feel uh, as though it's only a matter of time and excited to have Ash on today and uh, keep the ground rolling, right? Like we're, we're in a good r- rhythm right now and excited for today. Yep. All right. So, Shall we? Let's get Ashley in, yeah. Oh. There she is. Hi, What's Ashley. Up? Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, we yeah. hear you. Yeah, we hear you. Okay. I'm loud. I hope you can. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> What's How going on? How have you been? I can't believe it's been, what, four years since I've probably had a proper chat with any of you guys? That long? Uh, maybe a little longer than that. person and she's two so it's been at least that long wow oh, that's crazy. i didn't think it was that long i think you love 2016 yeah yeah uh-huh no kidding wow yeah it's crazy wow. me and her were the we're, we were the ramp group like only us two yeah i was just thinking about that oh, the other day that's right. yeah. who else is in your rampus group that was it was us. i think that was it it was yeah. only us and then i think one or two no it was us, and then we had another group that kind of joined us, and that was like seven, and they just oh, kept, yeah. they kept they kept like dwindling down. Like every other week, one is gone, one is gone. <laughs> They're like, "Fuck this, we're not doing this." David was scaring him away with puppy pictures or something. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was a good. Time. How are you guys doing? We're good. I'm good. Same shit. You know, we're sick of this. Fine this weather but i'm sure like in florida you guys you're good right like 70s you guys 80s are good most days yeah you guys are good um it's 70 right now yeah it's, gross. it's chilly according <laughs> to anyone you talk to here oh it must be nice I mean, at least it's not texas right now this is insane oh god i know i yeah, feel terrible brutal. Well, I have a lot of friends you guys there. know anybody there yeah a couple yeah i got some cousins everybody okay Everybody's okay so far. I mean, just dealing with uh, the power situation, but everybody's okay. Well, that's good. I hear some people are like losing power and then having it periodically, like maybe like a couple of hours a day, and then it goes out again and comes back. It's crazy, but hopefully, hopefully it's over by you know soon. I mean, we're getting the whole we get we're getting the remnants of the whole Texas storm up here. You are. Yeah, it was still snowing. Yeah, it was snowing yesterday. Snow this morning. Now. Um, it's still kind of snowing, but yeah, 
I mean, not that the city isn't basically shut down anyway, but is that messing with right. a whole lot of you guys? Uh, just, it's a little inconvenient, but as you said, there's so much we can do virtually that it's, I mean, these guys are training in the snow, so these guys aren't like it affect them. So yeah. that's awesome. I think Angel's been training even while it's snowing. I, I haven't been. I'm like, if it's snowing, I'm not going out. If it stops snowing, we'll, we'll meet you out there. But no. Yeah, it depends. I think it's the, the client and their mindset. I try to tell them like, if it's unsafe, like if it's legit snow and ice on the ground, like that's not what we're going to do. But if it's already paved and it's off to the side, then I set up some cones on the perimeter and that way they don't dip into that side or whatever. And we just work. Angel's like the guy for the for the flights with the like the lights and the cones, like waving them on. Like for real, <laughs> come over here. For real, you should see it. it. Angel, Angel's wearing the uh, the, was the, the neon green jacket. vest. Listen, man, I got it down to a science. I literally have reflectors on my backpack. <laughs> oh my god, the flashing lights land yeah. here, like country like Gina. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I saw her today. Funny, funny enough, but yeah. Oh wow! Oh my yeah. god. Cool. Too funny. Thanks for yeah, thanks I'm for being a beyond this. Oh, you bet. Thank you for including me. Yeah, this is great. I think uh, we'll have a great conversation. I wanted to start off with, you know, just a general question. Like, how did you get into fitness? What was your trajectory from, you know, sports in high school? If you did any, because I know you danced. Um, how did it lead into you becoming a personal trainer? Uh, so it's going to sound cliche, but uh, I was told this when I was young, and I kind of feel like it's still the case. Um, dancers are athletes with grace. So I'm going to go with my sport was dance. I didn't do anything other than that. I uh, wanted to when I was younger, but I took it really seriously. And if you did where I grew up, um, it was all in. You couldn't kind of do it and then do something else. There's no other time for that. So I learned my discipline there. And then in college, I got the bug for fitness in general. I wanted to learn more and met a meathead that I be befriended and realized that he was not the route I wanted to go down as far as learning what to do. Uh, quickly got uh, mansplained a few things and then exited out. Um, and But it was awesome because it got me into the areas of the gym that I probably would have been timid about before that. And then, um, you know, that quickly segued into it becoming a part of everything I did. When I went to New York City and danced, I continued to work out, uh, broke my foot and jumped into fitness a little bit more and then started pursuing personal training when I gave up the office position I was in because it wasn't for me and kind of never looked back. Fitness became more my norm than dance. And then uh, when we moved, that was it. All in. So um i met david the year i fully committed to uh personal training when we ramped up i think it was like three months after i started personal training wow yeah hey and now i mean you're still doing it back down in florida how's, oh, it, how's yeah. it been the how was the transition it's been awesome um i lucked out we went to work out at a gym that was the closest thing you can call to an equinox down here Okay. Um, so it's like, you know, luxury fitness. Yeah, eucalyptus that, towels. That, hmm? You got your eucalyptus towels and. No, not quite that level. Um, but the tennis courts are, there's like 14 or 15 of them there. And it's, um, it's like that level of like country club type feel tied to a gym. Okay. And um, Todd and I scoped out. So my husband and I scoped out the um, area and we worked out there. And my manager at the time heard us talking. And apparently, just like you guys, if you hear a chat, you know when it's a trainer versus somebody just working out. And mm -hmm. he just, no, no qualms, just came up and was like, okay, who are you guys? Wow. Three days later, I had a job. Like, who the fuck are these guys over here? <laughs> wow. yeah. is, he, is he training with you there too? Or is he doing his, because I know he's a strong first uh, instructor, right? So um, we, I no longer work at that gym. So we were both offered a job. We both decided that it was probably better that we didn't work in the same space, at least initially to kind of create our own <clears throat> separate right. thing. Um, that and Todd was not about the corporate world anymore. He's been training a lot longer than myself and uh, his shelf life for that was just, it came and went. Um, so he ended up working at the gym I'm now in now. Uh, when the pandemic hit, I 
kind of had one foot out the door where I was. Um, and I talked to my clients about doing video sessions. So we started doing a lot of that. And then I was able to offer them a different rate in another facility if they chose to be comfortable because they trickled back in and in person. Um, and so I'm now doing a mix of people in their homes out of a gym that he works in and uh, online. Wow. Yeah, we've been doing some of that too. Some of the people, at least a lot of my clients, at least, they a lot of them don't want to come back into the gym. At least not now. Some of them were already vaccinated, but they're still. Oh, that's great. Yeah, they're, but they're still kind of like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to go back. I said, you know, that's fine. You know, we could continue doing video sessions, you know, for now. But I could maybe they just that. don't want to see you. But that might be the other thing. <laughs> I mean, I mean like, I don't see me do videos, so I don't know what you're talking about. So, I don't want to smell you, well, you but that's just, what he meant. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Oh, oh yeah. Man. I because I shower once every other week after, <laughs> after the pandemic. I mean, I'm over, I'm at home all day, so what's the point of you know the laundry and wasting water, right? <laughs> yeah, wasting water. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, question: When when it comes down to, I think you because I remember you training at the gym and and how has it changed from like when you were in college and you, you mentioned earlier about, you know, mansplaining and, and people trying to like, you know, in a way telling you, no, 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 this is how you do it. Or this is what's supposed to be done or, or whatever. How do you transition into, you know, being a trainer, you know, when it comes to like trying to explain to people about what it is that you're supposed to be doing. Um, if I'm understanding your question correctly, how I went from basically having someone try and explain it to me to becoming the person that is doing the explaining. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, basically I would say, um, I wanted to learn about weight training because I've always enjoyed the idea as a female, um, feeling strong. Mm -hmm. I don't, I was raised that, you know, male or female, you should be an independent person. And so I thought it would be interesting just to see how I can push myself because I pushed myself physically with dance for years. I wanted another way to do that. And the easiest, way to do that was my access to the gym. And so I started learning more and just sort of doing my research on my own because um, I couldn't afford someone like me. So <laughs> I started doing um, what I could. And then when I got to Manhattan to support my dance career, because when I first moved there, I'm sure you guys can relate. I didn't know how expensive everything was going to be. I had a feeling, but I had panic mode quickly got myself three different jobs, which were all bartending and waitressing. So I was working nonstop, not able to dance or have any work-life balance. So I was like, forget this, I need to figure this out. Um, so I started working out and I did work with a trainer and I had an incredibly terrible experience followed by a better trainer after that. And so was once it I- at, Was it where we were at or like- No, uh, do you remember a gym called Mid-City Gym? Yeah, I remember Mid-City Gym. Yeah. There were two locations, but like the original one was where I went. And so I started working. Is that out. 49th and 8th? Yeah. That's closed now, but that's, that's right. Oh, yeah, it's been me. closed for a while, I think. Yeah. yeah. You shut them down. Yeah. It's like you did. <laughs> I just stink. So they were like, yeah, you gotta get out of here. Um, no, uh, I started, started training with a guy there and uh, I won't name drop because he's probably still a trainer in your city. Um, me at this story. I can't remember. Yeah. So he, he decided to do some shady things. And now like, this is why I feel bad because I have a lot of clients in the past who have said they only feel comfortable working with females. And you guys are a perfect example of how you can be a professional trainer and be exactly that professional. Um, unfortunately, this person was not. Um, and so that put a bad taste in my mouth. But then I met another person there who was male, a very intelligent and professional man and I learned a ton from him and I felt so empowered and I had wanted to do it for a while Todd moved down he was doing it I saw the joy he brought to other people so I kind of needed to jump on that train I started helping a few people it went well and then I was like I'm just gonna jump into this and so I applied and was shocked Equinox would have me but there it was <laughs> <laughs> they hired me so we, that's because you've been working there for 25 years david that's true. <laughs> that's true i did have a david helped build 76th street yeah yeah <laughs> i was laying down the tiles and mopping up after everything oh man how long before uh, us were you two there uh i started in 2016 no i started so, in 2014 sorry yeah. 2014 yeah okay. i think i was 2015 i think it was a year yeah. after were you like who are these two kids i mean you knew who david was well, i knew who david was <laughs> 
I started in 2011. That's what I'm saying. David David was working the front desk. Yeah, uh, yeah, a few years prior to me starting, and um, and when David became a trainer, I was like, oh, how's this transition gonna go? And uh, I, yeah, I remember that first. People, first said, you know, people kept telling me like, oh, you you'll be fine because you know everybody at the desk. I'm like, it's not the same thing. Very different. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm like, hey, how you doing? Have a workout, bye. Now it's like, hey, you want to spend a couple hundred bucks with me? Totally different. Yeah. Regularly. Yeah, so <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Because I remember even, even some management were like, yeah, you know, you're gonna do great. You know, you just just talk to people. I'm like, I, I know how to check them in, guys. <laughs> like, I don't know anything else. But ultimately, it's it's been it's been good to me. It's, it's been it's been okay. Are you all still in some way there? Yeah, yeah. we're That's just awesome. these guys are TRX. We're at a sports club which is down the road from West 76th Street, and that is a very long-winded story. But it's uh, yeah, they moved us there and big facility. Are you um, happy there? We're happy, but it's just COVID has like we moved there after two months and then COVID happened. So we're on zoom calls with our club and I think they're a great bunch of trainers, but it's just, we didn't know them that well. So it was, you know, when Dave is on the call with 76th street and it's the family of trainers that you've been with for four plus five years, whatever it is. And you know, everyone and you, you laugh on zoom, you're like, Oh, I miss you, whatever. And, and for us, it just, we didn't know these people that well. And again, we got to people, we got to know people for two months and then you come back after about eight months of hiatus and you're all wearing masks like it's it's a different it's just a little harder to to gel back again of everyone but i think everyone's been i think everyone's pretty cool there um again it was a bit of a long-winded process given covid and everything but uh it's 76th street to some extent i think at least for me will always be home because that's where like all of us here learned really most of the ropes to training and the other thing as well i will say um i think 76th Street had that family bond feel that isn't always every club, every facility. I have uh, I had one more question before I let, I let these guys go. Um, you were you mentioned earlier about feeling empowered when it comes to strength training, especially you know with the whole stigma behind weightlifting and, and women and, and things like that. Um, with your little one, would you really consider you know if she wants to do these strength sports, like what, what's just all in, go out. What do you What do you think about weightlifting when it comes to kids? You know, or, uh, well, or like that. I don't get to have an opinion. She's already all in. So um, I don't I've know seen, I've know seen this, her deadlift. The deadlift is oh. so much better than Jacques already. I mean, that's that's you know, oh, and, it's and not it's, hard, but that's great. It's <laughs> no, I see um, your little one doing all these. It's really really awesome to see. She is at us with. Uh, she's at the gym with us five to six days a week while we train. So. Um, she is probably better at some of the things I try and coach than I am at coaching them. Um, she's like, right, we're going to do a squat. Look at her and yes, do exactly, exactly what she's doing. <laughs> um, no, I would love for her to do it. Um, and it's not, I mean, I know I made that point. That wasn't really the, uh, thing I was trying to get at as far as like females, just in general, I think that weightlifting can give people, um, a chance to feel like you're saying empowered, like they've got, I mean, it's marked and measurable change in the body and the mind, all sorts of things that is a wonderful gift to give people. I mean, I have an 89 year old client and I have a nine year old client. Their, their goals are totally different and they're incredible to watch, you know? So it's, it's, if she wants to do it, I'm all in, but I don't want to be that mom. That's like, this is what you have to do. I don't want her to have I don't want any kid to have body image issues or have to be the best athlete. Um, if you're going to do something, though, nope, they're going to do it until their commitment is up. I'm not doing this. Uh, no, after one effort. Wow. That's great. I mean, I get, we, I think for myself, looking back in my, my days in high school and stuff, I played sports here and there, but it was always like, at least for my dad, it was like, well, you could have done better. I'm like, oh, shit. Kind of, he said that to you oh no he you know in, in terms of like everything oh, okay like like just in sports it's like well you guys could have done this or that it, when it comes to like grades i would get like a 99 he's like well you could have gotten 100 i'm like great oh man. my dad jokes that way too yeah my mom was like no 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 you did great david it's fine <laughs> like <laughs> like no i didn't <laughs> oh. david's gonna pour his heart out for this whole yeah. class in case you, you know, haven't picked it up second therapy now. session of the week it's great um ashley i did want to ask you a little bit about uh dance and uh 
like personal training, if there were some similarities, but I remember you said that uh, dancers are athletes with grace, right? And that's interesting because I always thought of it as, uh, I always thought of it as uh, a form of expression and with weightlifting or with training or anything like that, like you really don't have, I mean, I guess you have expression in that, but it's not as, I don't know, like wide of a variety or wide of a range of expression. Um, what I mean to like what, and so one of my questions was about like personal training and how dance and if there's a relationship between that. But then I also had another question about expression. And if you miss that expression from uh, that you got from dance or you potentially got from dance. Um, I, I do miss the expression you get from dance. Obviously art and um, sports are a little, you know, they're going to have their differences. I always think of them as having overlap. Um, so it, growing up as a, as a dancer who was basically being groomed to be a professional dancer, it wasn't just, oh, let's do okay by the recital. Um, you were expected to have measurable um, change so you could see incremental change in what we did. We put X amount of effort in rep after rep after rep. I mean, it is why I think I am comfortable in the gym. It is just put the reps in, keep working. There's always room for more improvement that overlap for sure is there. Um, and it does feel good to set a goal and achieve it in both of those, right? So if I can't, like one of my earliest memories in the competition dance world was, ah, we gotta do it again, Ashley didn't do it. Like, I mean, like I'd get called out on my stuff all the time. And that, you know, you just got used to that kind of mentality. Nope, she felt, do it again, again. And so it's that, group mentality where, you know, everybody has to do better. So I do feel like there's that overlap with my clients. Like, no, we don't move forward until we all move forward. So if I have a small group, whatever it is, everybody is a team. And so for, in that way, it's really awesome because it, we're, we're lifting people up through their achievements, but, um, artistically and expression and that variety there, I do miss that in a big way. Um, there's an endorphin release in both, but it's just not the same. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to tell you it's the exact same, but it, uh, yeah, I can't sub one out for the other. <laughs> <laughs> Have you picked up like any sort of, um, any other art form or something like that to kind of have that expression, like either personally or professionally? Um, I have, I've tried to do a little bit more. Um, my husband as a very thoughtful gift got me something that's like video dance classes I could do here. Um, I struggle with that because I don't have the ideal space to make that happen. Um, I also have enjoyed um, flow. So if you guys do any kind of flow work, um, I also do steel mace flow, mm. which um, if you've played with the, the tool at all, I got certified in that, I don't know, like five weeks after I gave birth to Blaze, which was rough because you need a lot of core and my abs were like shot. Um, but like anything that gives me that feeling of more fluid movement, uh, grounded movement, because I was a uh, modern dancer in a big way. So anything that makes me feel like that does give me some more expression. So you can quote improvise with those things and constantly go from one to the next or things like that, that, that seems to help me in a big way. That's awesome. Uh, and that's actually, I mean, that's really interesting. I never thought of, cause I know Jacques is a big fan of animal flow. He speaks about mm -hmm. it almost every episode. That's awesome. Um, Great. But it's one of those things where I, it is, it's movement and it definitely is expressive. And I can see how working with the mace or working with kettlebells or doing body weight flows will help to kind of blend the two worlds um, and give you a little bit of what you need and also what you want. So yeah. Uh, it's good on that front. I did want to make mention to something you said previously about how when you're teaching those group fitness classes, um, if something happens with one person and uh, they didn't end up doing it, you're like, no, we're going to go back and then we're all going to do it together. And you lift the group up together. Is that part of uh, where you got lift weights, lift spirits? Uh, yes, a little bit. So um, I think that in, in the fitness world, a lot of us get so you probably relate. You probably have a, a decent amount of clients that are type A, yep. right? People that are very successful in whatever they do. And so perhaps they get very frustrated if they are not then almost immediately successful at the skill or the thing that you're teaching them. People mm -hmm. easily get frustrated. So um, for me, 
working out is about being healthy, but it's also about creating that positive reinforcement. And it, it's, a, it's supposed to be a positive experience. It should be fun. It should be enjoyable. We don't need to you know, get in super serious mode about every single thing that we're doing. So for me, I want my people to leave feeling happier. And then in time, so Lift Weights, Lift Spirits is actually the name of the LLC I created. So I'm hoping for it to grow into something a little bit bigger. Um, but the goal will eventually be that your attendance is tied to um, hopefully local charities or charities in general, where when you show up, you show up for your community. So you're not just lifting yourself up, you're lifting everybody up. So it's just meant to kind of have a double meaning there. Um, I haven't gotten there yet, but that's where I'm, I'm headed. That's a step in the right direction. Um, starting an LLC seems like the move for a lot of us fitness professionals. I think COVID kind of smacked that into our realities, whether we wanted to realize it or not. Um, and it is, it's cool to see that somebody is out there doing something like that and bringing it back to the community. Because I noticed for myself personally working out of you know, a whole bunch of parks and a whole bunch of like different areas, you realize how important the community is, right? Like if you go to a park and it's just like a shit show with like paper plates and cups and like stuff all over the place, it really damages the work that you can do. And then how you feel after you do that work when you're there. Uh, conversely, when you go to something that's just like seamless and it's beautiful and you see like everything just continued to be taken care of by the community, mm -hmm. um, it really impacts how you feel um, and it impacts how you, how motivated you are to do it again. Um, at least in regards to fitness, I'm sure it's like that for other things as well, but, um, like getting inspiration from the community and, uh, having that kind of foundation being in the community is something that I, I think is impressive and I need to do more of, I try to like pick up as I go and things like that, if I see somebody drop something, but, um, anyway, that's a own sidebar in and of itself. Uh, the other question, the last question before I hand it over to Jacques, I wanted to ask about what are some of the market differences, some of the biggest market differences that you see in New York City to your part of Florida? Um, and then how, how has virtual training helped you expand your reach? Okay, um, <clears throat> so I'm trying to think. So first of all, I agree with you though. I don't wanna just brush past that. I think that you're a product of your environment. Um, regardless of what people wanna say, yes. You're either a, a product of reaction to, I think, or um, complacence to. So I think that's awesome that you do try and do your part and make that space enjoyable while you guys are there. Just wanted to not ignore that. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. Um, and then I would say that um, as far as <clears throat> the difference in the market, uh, I don't know if it's the kind of gym is my dog sorry i don't know if it's the kind of um gym that i chose to get a job in um but for instance there's a there's a daycare um so there's automatically and there's some kid programs there so there's automatically more of a family club which i enjoyed um and the way in which they kind of got their trainers to get to know the community of the gym was we often had to teach a group exercise class. So we would get to know more of the people in the space. So mm -hmm. I had to make that mental jump from one-on-one -on -one to group and then back to one-on-one -on -one within a day often. Um, and so the market seems to be this blend here, small group, personal training and uh, regular group exercise. And so I've found um, I get a lot of working professionals, um, just like you guys get. So there's that overlap there. And then I also get parents who want their kids to do really well in whatever sport they're doing. So I've worked with several, well, because of the gym I was in, several tennis athletes. I've worked with um, several um, families. So sometimes I'll get like mother, daughter. That's really fun, which is great because often you'll get like a high schooler and their parent, which is great because you get to show off the parent to the teenager and then you get the teenager to try and step up, you know, less of this like, uh, you know, traditional school work, they get something to kind of shine or try and outshine their parents. That's fun. Mm -hmm. um, and then the small group, like, so today I had six ladies that train and several of them know each other because they're near the McDill Air Force here and they're in town or they're around for like a year or so and then they'll swap out. So it's moms just trying to connect and have an actual community and their kids will get together sometimes. I mean, as much as you can in COVID. 
Um, and uh, so they have created their own community. And so next week we're gonna have three separate classes of them because I've run out of room to make it small room. So that's pretty awesome. Those kinds of things. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's incredible. I think that in 76th street, we didn't see it too much in sports club. I think Jacques and I got a taste of what it could be like until COVID hit because they used to have like a family day where people would bring in their kids and their kids would, I wouldn't say run around the gym because it's no, they would pretty, (laughs) they try (laughs) to keep it contained, but they have like a rock climbing wall, basketball court, things like that, that are athletic, but it's not like, uh, like with weights or anything that's potentially harmful or a higher potential to be harmful. Um, And it was, it was cool because then they, yeah, because then the families came in and you got to meet families and things like that. But I really do like the idea or the concept of having small group and one-on-one training kind of being meshed uh, because it helps you break out of your shell and it helps you learn as much as possible from different groups of people um, as well as you start to, like know who you are as a coach, right? Um, If you're going to be that super energetic group fitness person, or you're going to be more, um, I don't know, paying attention to like the movement and just like really focusing on the details or, you know, things, just little things that you might not pick up as well as expanding your reach, just having a whole bunch of people in front of you is like the easiest way to, to figure out what you're going to do and uh, who's going to be attracted to it and who's not. 100%. I think you said something about video and I didn't address it. I'm oh, not. yes. So how did uh, video help expand your reach? If it did, uh, like uh, doing um, virtual sessions and virtual training and things like that. So it did. I have a decent amount of clients, 70 plus. Um, I got to Harbor Island and fixed like one person. And then I became the corrective exercise person. I did get certified in corrective exercise. Don't worry. But um Uh, that sort of then, um, despite my shaved head and colorful hair, for whatever reason, I met quite a few older folks that trusted me. So um, (laughs) I do have some and they are not comfortable in person. And so that does help. I also have a few working professionals who like to capitalize on the fact that they're not spending time on the commute and they're not um, having to fit me in necessarily at the end of the day so they can get like a lunchtime workout in if they want. So um, it's given me a chance as a mom to be able to be around for her and also really work with people. So for instance, I did two video sessions before we got on this call while she was taking her nap. So that's pretty awesome. Win-win. But yeah, I get to be home. I get to know she's okay. And I still get to earn my bottom line. So it's pretty awesome. No, that's incredible. I think that we've all had uh, times where we just think about why virtual training hasn't been brought to us at a sooner level, right? Like, like, why did it take all of this time uh, for us to really start doing these FaceTimes or, you know, Zoom calls or whatever for movement purposes? Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm happy that it did. You know, obviously, I don't want COVID to happen, have had happened in the first place. But I'm happy that we came up with a way to make shit work, for lack of a better term. And I wish that it had been more popular. My husband's been doing it for since we moved down here with somebody who lives in Chicago. So, I mean, it's oh. been possible. It's just yeah. a matter of why people haven't been comfortable trying it until Yeah. Now. I agree though, jumping on that point, like if your husband's able to train someone in Chicago, the, there's been opportunities like that for us as well, where, and even if people, when you move down from New York, if there are people that still wanted to work with you on a somewhat frequent basis, that was a platform you could do it. And I have one now. I haven't seen her since, since I lived there. Two wow. Months ago, she reached out to me. She, so now we're doing video. That's awesome. I agree though. The points you guys both made about why they take us this long, but I was also in that boat and skeptical and thought, uh, I, I, it's not the same or, and until we had the point where there was no choice, my mm. attitude, my thoughts changed completely to the point where I mean, it's definitely easier if you know the person, if you have a yeah. pre-existing relationship, because you know mannerisms, moon behavior, tendencies. Whereas if you don't know someone and you're learning to meet them through a screen and then there's Wi-Fi delays, that can make it more challenging, but it's definitely not impossible. So that's a pretty awesome feature that, again, not wishing COVID happened, obviously, but everything happens for a reason and positives. What's up? It's like you are you're like shit, man. I wish COVID was here earlier. Like, what's wrong? No, David. No, David. I I do have some clients that I haven't met before, like in person, and that's a little bit weird 
because like we get into some conversations about like, you know, sports and uh, things that they've played. And, you know, and one point in time, I was like, I asked my client, I said, oh, you played volleyball, right? And she was like, yeah, I play volleyball. I said, how tall are you? Because typically volleyball players are tall. And I realized she's like my height or taller than me. I'm just like, damn, you could dunk on me. Not that it, you know, means anything realistically, but it's like one of those things where if you haven't met somebody in person, you just don't know. And then obviously... Like, it's just, I don't know, little things like that. But it is cool. When Angel's actually working out, he's playing hoops of clients to, like, get back at them. For <laughs> yeah. He's like, all right, that's it. Me and you, one-on-one. <laughs> one-on-one, man. <laughs> oh, actually. In person, there was someone I knew was taller than me. And I wasn't sure if she, she's, like, we're, like, two sessions in. And she's in the small group. And I went, I mean, like, I know you're taller than me. But you mind me asking how tall you are? Which I'm sure is the most irritating question to a tall person on the planet. <laughs> but I was just like, uh... It was actually because I was trying to set something up for her. So I feel like it was maybe okay. She's six one. Whoa. So I was well, just female. like, oh, okay. So I'm not imagining that you're considered. <laughs> That's cool. She would dunk on you too, it sounds like. Yeah. yeah she'd dunk on me. Not anybody could do that. <laughs> uh, I didn't want to ask. Uh, I, I had done the pre-personatal course um, years and years ago. And something that I took from it, um, from the instructor was there are supposed do's, don'ts, but then something she really emphasized was every single woman is different in terms of how they react to their pregnancy, how each pregnancy reacts to their body. So what I wanted to ask you was for someone who's entering their first pregnancy and who has never worked out before, what, what are some of your thoughts or what piece of advice would you suggest to someone in that scenario? So the first thing I usually say is um, don't try and be a rock star from the day you start. You're already making a tiny person, which is a huge demand on your body. Um, I conceptualized that before I had a baby, but I don't think I really understood it until I was in the thick of it, which is totally fine. Um, and, and by all means, I had a pretty easy pregnancy, but you do have to keep that in mind. And so I tell them, Usually you should work, if you've never worked out with someone, you should be working with a fitness professional. If it's not all the time, it is having their guidance on a regular basis because you might not know what is normal soreness for you, normal pain, what's just normal for your body, especially when your body is ever changing. Um, I also tell people as term, in terms of weightlifting, it is, um, you are going to hear one thing from your doctor and another from a fitness professional. And mm. so, um, you need to be mindful that the fitness professional is the fitness professional. Your doctor is going to cover their butt. They cannot tell you to do certain things because in their best interest, they can't advise that understandably. So if you have a practitioner who is responsible taking care of you, they will not push you outside of where you need to be. But if you're doing it for the first time and you don't have the money to spend on a fitness professional, do your research and by all means, just listen to your body. Don't run a marathon and don't try and PR. That those are like the big, don't try and PR. And then after a certain point, you can't be laying on your back. You have to make sure things like a bench are inclined. If you're going to take a group exercise class, see if they have those, um, you'll see these in certain gyms. Sometimes it's like this thick, cushy mat that has mm. like a divot for a head. Put that under you. If you have to do anything on your back, you need to be on an angle. It is not just for you to be able to breathe better. It's for oxygen flow to the baby. I can't stress that enough. It is not just about you in that moment. It's never about you, but still it's not in that moment because um, you might feel fine, but that's a precaution that's about them as well. Yeah, that's a good piece of, it's, like you said, it's not about you necessarily, but is enough oxygen flow going to the baby and... That's it. I've seen, I remember 76 Street had one of those pads, right? One. I wish they yeah, had more. We had one at our gym. Yeah, it's kind of weird. If there's one right? person was using it, you're like, well, I guess you're just going to have to stand up. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can't find it anymore. I think they got I it. I mean, you, you learn how to modify. I don't know if there's no reason you guys would know this, but um, I had Blaze in late to mid January. Beginning of December, I broke my foot. And oh, so, I remember seeing that on Instagram because so you were not only did I have to modify because I was about to pop, but I had to modify because I had a broken foot. 
So I was working nonstop and working out and what have you. So um, I will also say where there is a will, there is a way. If you have carpal tunnel or you have any other horrible specific to pregnancy issue though, don't ignore that. Don't, don't, your doctor does know best on those things. Like it's, I'm not saying ignore your doctor, just defer to the professional related to the, the issue. And everybody's bodies responds differently, right? Like, and, and I heard that, as you mentioned, you felt your pregnancy was one of the smooth, was a smooth process, but if, you know, someone told you they had, I don't know, multiple children that they, each one was all different there, that sounds about right. Doesn't it? Yes. Yes. Um, process. I had a, a woman who oh, my brain is, is not working right now. Why am I not remembering it? There is a, there's a, this is not very professional. I not remember right now. Um, there is a situation that a female can go through where uh, they will become bedridden. They cannot be active because uh, they will have all of a sudden swelling. They will have major issues. And often it means an early like induced labor. So for the health of the, the mother and the child. Um, and, and, you know, you'll have people that'll go through that. They'll have uh, carpal tunnel. The, I have a woman who's got, uh, or I had a, a female I trained, who's got issues at her pelvis, at the base of her spine. Um, so for instance, she had massive low back pain, her second child, but not her first. And then when she got her epidural, it, it numbed her, but only the one side of her. I mean, all of us Ooh. have different it's just so different and it's such a annoying comment to say everybody's different mm, that's true. but everybody yeah um you mentioned earlier the the benefits of being able to train a couple of truck clients virtually and still being able to look over your daughter so for moms listening and or females actually in general that if they have kids um and they're struggling to find time or the rhythm what insight can you give them to overcoming such barriers do you mean in finding a workout or yeah like training and any kind of consistency uh like, like maybe the fact that as you said everything is so virtual now that you can stay at home more and not have to worry about finding a gym facility that has a, a kids club of some sort what's uh what what are some hacks to find rhythm whilst you might have a child running around the apartment or the house, like what are some of the things that have worked for you? Um, I would prioritize. So, okay. So if you have the luxury of having people in your corner that can help you out, um, I would say both parents, uh, regardless, um, you should probably say, Hey, uh, I need this for my sanity and yours. If you can give me 30 minutes to an hour to just be like, Hey, mom's going to take care of the kids for an hour. Dad's going to go outside and go for a walk or going to prioritize doing some weights and vice versa. I would do that. If you don't have that luxury, um, try and find out, you know, if your child is taking a nap at X time and consistently doing, okay, use that opportunity for your, you know, you might have this big desire to run around and do laundry and clean the house and do all those things. Those things will all be waiting for you every single day. They're not going anywhere. Your health also is not going anywhere. So I would prioritize that even if it seems impossible, you can find that time. Um, Sundays, I wake up really early because my body is wired that way. I have a hard time sleeping in. That's my only day off. So if I really need it, I will tell the other half, hey, she's probably gonna wake up early too, but I'm gonna work out. I'm not going to be paying attention to that. So I need you to be aware. You can do things like that with your partner or with your schedule. You just have to section it off like an appointment or a meeting with anyone else and, Prioritizing, and yeah. easier said than done. But if you right. can book the time out, you can do it. That's huge. I think prioritizing yourself. And like you said, mental sanity, the beginning, the that's for your mental health and their mental health. Um, they also are going to see you. I mean, if they're of an age where they're older, Hey, mom's going to work on this. You can do it with me. Like it's nice. Mm. Out. Use the chalk and draw an agility ladder and play with your kids. Like make it, make it a thing. Crawl. They crawl. Mm. You know, I, I, and it's, it's, it, use them for weight when they're not wiggly, right? After a certain age, it's just not possible. Like get ups and yeah. But you know, like I, I, I remember <laughs> doing it. It's doable. It's, get up with some swings. That, yeah, swings. <laughs> Well, their arms. 
Oh my god, that's terrible. We might have to cut that one out. <laughs> so bad, David. David is never. In. Child, to be fair, I squatted with lunged those kinds of things. But you probably never swung a child. I don't think you should ever. Anyone listening should ever like trust David with their children. <laughs> He's gonna swing your kids. Um, I'm gonna just say, um, I won't swing my child. <laughs> People wonder why David, like kids, after hanging up, David are like really dizzy all the time. <laughs> No, one time when my uh, my nephew, when he was when he was little, I would um, you know, get get like toss swing him. him. Oh, that's a normal thing. Yeah, that's but normal. I did it a little too high, mm. that there was a little bit of like a hang time. Was there a ceiling fan? Like no, it was outside. It was outside. Then you're fine. But it was kind of like I threw him up a little too high that he stood up there for longer than I anticipated. So I'm just like. Oh shit! I was <laughs> so off guard. I caught him. I'm like, you know what? I'm never. I'm never We're done. <laughs> Scared the shit out of me. How do you think he fell? He was there laughing. for a minute. He literally do it again. I'm like, no. He wanted to do it again. Yeah. Oh my god. They're fearless, depending on the age. Yeah. They're mobile and fearless. Yeah. So do I, you? I, sorry, I'm gonna cut you off. Go on. Sorry. Oh, I just, I miss being fearless. I am no longer that. I watch her do stuff. I'm like, <laughs> I wish I didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I knew less, so I was fearless. Uh, and so did you mention you were transitioning out of that club? And, and you, so would you say you're, you were completely out? Yeah. So where you're working out, is it, it's not a corporate gym or it's less of a corporate gym? I misheard maybe. Okay, I don't think I even said, sorry. So um, it, the name of the gym is Tampa Movement Lab and it is technically a box gym. Um, and the owner is someone who also originated at Harbor Island. She is um, a big fan of functioning right and doing the things that she can to get people that are participants in a CrossFit gym as ready as they can for those movements as possible. So they prioritize things like mobility and things of that nature. It's not just a CrossFit gym. So she took a CrossFit gym and has turned it into a much more full scope space. Um, and I teach out of that space. So it's a really wonderful, open, high ceiling. Often we have the doors open, mm. a lot of airflow. It gives us a lot more wiggle room than a traditional gym space. Oh yeah. Um, and then, I'm sorry. There's a turf, right? I think I saw uh, some of it is turf. Some yeah. of it is um, like, if you think of the like MMA mat or like mats, there's a whole matted area. There's yeah. a weight platform area. And then there's that traditional CrossFit platform with lots of rigs, bars, rings, you name oh, it. Sounds like heaven. It's pretty It's awesome. like a trainer's heaven, right? It, yeah. And there's a ton of kettlebells. I mean, it's, and, and she's really great about the team and getting things um, around. Like, so she's our age group. You know, she's, she's, a trainer as well so she's really connected to the needs of of trainers which is nice so it's not just about the classes that sounds phenomenal i think whenever i see those spaces i always get i always geek out get a little jealous when i see those spaces like i had a client who well it's funny you say that because um at some point in the future i i think i'm moving to a warmer climate and this is new york this winter has been one of the worst ones and look like a, a client of mine said to me a few weeks ago, he said, the rent you pay in New York, besides the absurd prices, is also the living through January and February in New York. But it, I mean, every, everything comes with the territory. I like New York City. You can walk everywhere in five, 10 minutes, pretty much, you know, and be so close to work and be home to groceries. And if you're okay spending that price, downtown Tampa is pretty similar. Well, that's, I just have to look and explore, but. Alex is doing a show in Fort Myers, which I think is a couple of hours south of Tampa. Yeah. 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 So um, talking to her last night, I said, oh, like, and she's not, she's not here right now, right? So I said, you're not missing much. This weather is, uh, it's, it's, it's just, I'm just over it, whatever. And she was like, yeah, we've got to move to warmer climate. So I just, we you have to. Doing a show? I know. It's kind of crazy during COVID, right? That's pretty awesome. It's awesome. Uh, on your feet? Okay. And it opens today, um, and she's excited. It's just going to look very different. I think they have to wear the the clear visors and stuff. So okay. She's excited about it. It's um, and look, she's not she's loving life. She's able, like you just said, the weather. That's the weather she's experiencing. Like seventy degrees every day, um, 
but it's I, comical to see these people gear up in winter gear when it's not cold. What they wear like they go. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. What's winter there though? Like fifty degrees? No, no, no. We had days in the thirties and like twenties randomly. Oh wow, I didn't like, realize we that. Got down to like high twenties once, but still. It seems it like gets, it gets cold. It seems like that weather is still isn't enough to like justify certain articles of clothing, right? Like I have something within arm's reach, so I'll just grab it. But like this is like one I'm of those on parka and all of that. Crazy gloves. Do they got dad gloves? Oh, it's everything. Oh no. Everything. Everything but those things that cover every inch of you, right? <laughs> everything. And and you know what they look for because you don't have a reason to wear a lot of those clothes, but yeah. all the stores that are chain still sell that stuff here people will look for it to be just cold enough to put them on. Yeah, very exciting stuff. I'm so glad I'm on here talking to you about really important things. Sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, we bitch about the weather. Like at least I bitch about it every week. So no, it's all good. It stopped. My, my point was, if you want to move down here or you want to even visit down here, please know that you guys are always welcome. Thank you. Yeah, we'll definitely look into that. I definitely we'll work out in the, in the box. Yeah, warmer climber is definitely on my. And like you said, like this time, time, uh, everything happens for a reason and timelines and and whatnot and stuff. But uh, I also hear, um, prior to the whole storm, I also hear good things about Austin. There's a quite a few fitness uh, influence influencers. Don't you usually like using that word? Uh, but yeah, people, that gives God. you some sort of thought, doesn't it? Yeah, but there's some uh, <laughs> fitness people that I'm enthused about. I guess I'll say that. That live in the Austin area, or at least like they, uh, like Primal Soldier is one of them, or there's another guy that works with. Um, these are their ads. These are not their names. I first, assume. first name Primal. I mean, if you got your name, name first name is Primal. <laughs> <laughs> My husband's old handle was Old Man Primal, so you know, no worries. <laughs> old Man Primal. That's not, yeah, that's a good handle. But just uh, yeah, some other people down there as well. So I mean, that was kind of part of my plan was to to visit some of these other spots that I would potentially move down or move away at some point in 2020. We all know what the rest of that was. So um, hopefully whenever all this thing is over and then we try and do an episode without mentioning COVID, there we go. Uh, and whenever that's over, but that'd be awesome. An opportunity to go down there again, the weather. And also um, I'm a huge hockey fan and I know the lightning right now are absolute lights out i see them play a lot i know they won the cup recently so i see them um i think tampa's demographic might change a little bit in terms of all these teams winning right now that's well, definitely going to be constant boom they're really doing a lot yeah mm. and but mike spoke about it as well nowhere. mike was like we got tom brady we got gronkowski we got jada <laughs> he was like naming all these people but he's not wrong he's, no, he's not. he was he was on the money so it's just um, yeah. weird because you get people who are very excited about the sports that are happening here but then at the same time you have so many transplants here just like you have in new york city but you have mm. so many transplants here that you you don't have this in my opinion the same kind of energy behind at least football in my opinion i think yeah. you get the same energy in hockey mm -hmm. people are all in on the lightning but you have less people, in my opinion, that were in on the Bucks till the Bucks were definitely going to do a good Contenders. job. You know I, mean? I see what you're saying. Mm. Sometimes it takes time to change the cultures. They've been a little rough for a while. Well, I just think it's because you have people from all over. And so I don't feel like people mm. feel like that's their team. So you get, I meet less of the people that are like, yeah, Bucks. I get people who are, you know, literally everywhere. Kind of like else. here with the when the when Durant came to to the Nets rather right to Brooklyn, a lot of people are like, "Deuces Knicks." Oh, I'm a Nets fan now. <laughs> <laughs> Even though the Knicks have been doing pretty good, actually. This you know, year they, they've been better. Yeah. I was talking to my buddy, and every time they win, he's been posting stuff on Instagram. It's like, like a crying meme. He's like, you know, I don't want to believe it, but you know, we got a chance at the playoffs, and I always text him like, "You need to stop." You're gonna. That's you when you. That's when you, you. Yeah. Yes, when you dig your own grave, saying that. Like you need. Like you need to just. You're gonna get. You get disappointed later. He's like David. Just let me have this one win. But uh, I. It's. I don't know. 
it is what it is. Where uh, where can we find more of you, Ashley? Like uh, your your Instagram handle. Do you have a website, especially for any like future projects? Um, I would love to tell you that I have a website going. Um, right now I don't. Um, you can find me at Lift Weights, Lift Spirits. There's a period between each one, uh, each one of those words on Instagram. If you search that online, you'll find my Facebook page. That is not my personal page. Um, but you can. I don't make anything private. You can find me on my regular page. Not that popular um, as far as at capacity with any of that stuff. So you can find me. Um, I am more on Instagram as far as fitness related things. So if you want to get at me that way, that's an easy avenue. Um, my email address is on both. Um, so if you need to hit me up with real questions. So if you're pregnant female and you have questions like you were talking about and you do want to ask I try to periodically post you know just ask a fitness professional most of us are not out to get their bottom line on all things we'd rather help you than let you flounder so feel free to ask um I didn't know I was going to be so immersed in the mom's world but please feel free and if you're not a mom I'm also happy to help you don't just fix old people and help moms so you know there's that too <laughs> <laughs> perfect awesome thank, thanks for cool. joining us ashley that was, this is this is fun you bet it's been too long maybe we don't wait another four years before i catch up with you guys right yeah well, let's next make time, it next time we're down in tampa we'll definitely honestly um i know that travel is tough right now but um if you do feel so inclined i'm not right downtown but i'll show you where you can go work out and have at least a good time while you're here that sounds right. good awesome yeah, yeah that sounds, sounds good 100 percent all right. Thank you awesome. so much. This was a yeah, pleasure. Thank you so much, Ashley. We Bye. appreciate Thanks, it. Ashley. Thank you. <laughs> Bye, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye. 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 Cool. That was a really good episode. That was awesome. That was cool. Comedy yeah. has been four years, though. That's bananas. It's been a long time. Not I didn't realize, realize that. Yeah, me neither. I also feel like 2020 almost years. didn't count. Like yeah. there's a lot of things where I just like realized, like I did the CPR certification, right? Like I, I just scanned that and I uploaded it and I was like, damn, like that's just one less year. I did CPR I'm... on fucking the fucking Yeah, you're going to get to use it. Yeah. Yeah. Then my CPR so... on the computer, it says, all right, you got to, you know, pump the guy's chest, click his chest. Oh, you did? You <laughs> restarted it on, on the computer? Yeah. It's something else online there. That's wild. I remember I had a CPR class where the dude was talking to the dummy, the 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 actual like baby. Did I ever tell you guys about that? Maybe not. All right. So we'll save <laughs> that for not... another day. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was a great podcast. Awesome. It was a great podcast with Ashley. Um, great to catch up with her. And um, it's wild. While she four had years. a kid, and it's been yeah. four years, and baby's two already. It's wild. That's crazy. Nah, you ain't gonna move, man. Stop playing. Oh, dude, I'm so serious about moving. Yeah, I didn't necessarily say it's in, in Florida, but it, oh, 100% we're moving, man. Stop. Bro, stop lying. Dude, it's we we actually were talking about it. Um, uh, when we in this past summer, we said. We're like, what if this shit doesn't get better by next summer? And I think it'll be fine by the summer, honestly, I will. But we were, we were considering, that's when our lease is up in end of May, where we're thinking, I mean, I don't want to move again here in New York. I think we're going to move one more time. But uh, I don't know, man. We'll get we'll get into stages in life where things are changing. Um, I'm not, we're not having kids just yet, but that's at some point in the future. God help me. I'm going to have like no sleep the rest of my life. Oh my I'll be bitching forever then, tell you that. But um, it just, I don't know, man. Like, I'm not, I don't know. I, I, I think I'm ready for warmer weather and on climate. But um, I will say I got sworn in on Tuesday, though. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm officially a citizen. I made all the people wait, yeah, though. Man. I bet they were pissed. Why'd you make them? What, um, what do you mean? I, I think I just over, I underestimated how long, like because it's just me at home with a dog and between calls and virtual sessions and whatnot i just underestimated the time it would take and then there was something i thought i thought i brought and i guess i didn't so i had to re get another copy and redo it real quick but then i'm in the room i see i see like 10 15 people and then there's there's a guy making an announcement he's like oh we're just waiting for one more person we'll get started shortly and i'm like damn i made like 20 people wait and then i go to the then i go in you know when you sometimes you're going to see part of the room like at 76 Street, if you come in, you see part of the studio, then you go and you see the whole studio. So going in this room, I'm like, oh, there's like 40, 50 people in here. And one person made him wait. This guy. 
And I'm like, oh. and we let you be a fucking citizen. And you let me be a citizen. And you know what? I spent more time in the security line than doing the actual ceremony. Because the ceremony is so short and because of COVID, that it's, oh, thank you for being here. Congratulations on being American citizens. Stand up, hand on your chest, swear the oath, repeat after me. All right, congratulations. You're American citizens. Get Did out the door on the right. Take a knee. That's it. No, you stand. Okay. Take a knee. Should have done the Kaepernick. Do the Kaepernick, man. <laughs> Should have been the only one being late. Dude, I saw. Um... Fuck, what's that movie? Uh, Black Klansman. How good night? is that? Isn't the it, don't, Angel? Have you seen it? Damn, Angel. Uh, you you like it? You gotta watch it. It's hard isn't to that watch isn't that bit at the very end pretty good, cool as well? That was great. I love what happened at the end. But the Angel, movie, it's worth watching. Pissed me off. It's in Colorado, Angel, right? Angel won't watch it, huh? It's in Colorado, I think, isn't it? Yeah. Angel and Adam Driver is in it as well. Yeah. Who's the actor that plays the Klansman? Um, Denzel Washington's kid. Is it really? Yeah. What? I also saw Judas and the Black Messiah. That was a good one too. Haven't seen that one. The Black Klansman. Um, all, right. all right. Should we wrap it up? Yeah, let's wrap it up. All right. Thanks all for listening. Yeah, thanks everybody. We'll okay. catch you we'll next ask week. Angel next week if he watched the movie. Uh, I'll definitely watch it. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. This is... Later, guys. Bye, guys. Bye.